Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Shoe Brothers Podcast, the only wrestling podcast on the internet in the history. Uh, I think the only time two men have sat down and talked wrestling, really. But we are the Shoe Brothers. I am Mike the Shoe Shepherd, joined as always by Cameron Brother Ogborn. I'm here, and, uh, I'm here. If nothing we're here. else, we're the only two, I think we, we might be the only two people named Cameron and Mike who have a podcast yeah. about wrestling. And you know what's funny? That, that is might be possible. And it's like, it all has to do with production. You shorten your name, you're Cam, that's a camera. You shorten my name, I'm Mike, that's a microphone. We are on the production side <laughs> of the things here. Cam and Mike on the Cam cams and, Mike. and mics. See? Oh. It's perfect. It's perfect, folks. <laughs> Mike, we got a great show coming up. You know what? SmackDown has moved. Yes, SmackDown's it's... like that that buddy you had who was who lived like two doors down, but now he's moved yeah. to another town, and <laughs> it, it's bittersweet. And you don't know. Are you going to stay in touch with them? You don't know that. Um, are you were, you? were you good enough friends that you're actually going to try to you know keep this? Yeah. This strong or it, bond, or was it more of a convenience thing? He was my neighbor. <laughs> exactly, he just happened to be there. The you know, USA Network so just happens to be on my television. He was you more know, of a weed dealer than a friend, I'd say. It was <laughs> you might you might not get Fox Sports wherever you are. I don't know. I don't know where you are. You might not get it. You might not. Uh, How does cable work down there? I have no fucking idea. Um. Yeah, SmackDown Live though. Friday nights. <laughs> we've, <laughs> how we've, about that? we've moved over to Friday night, folks. We're still trying to figure out how yeah, our how, show is. Changing yeah, as we're well. still trying to figure out what the hell our show is. But of course, coming up on this, uh, coming in the next couple hours, you have we have our NXT. Or I guess this is our this is our full NXT show. Also, as opposed, we were kind of cutting hours um, in the previous weeks. We have NXT. Of course, SmackDown has moved over to a new home. We've got a tweet of the week, and we have uh, Hell in a Cell, which just happened. Just just. Moments ago, yeah. major event, lots of stuff to talk about. On lots of stuff one. to talk about with Hell in a Cell. But um, before we even get into any of these show breakdowns, uh, we've got some news. So let's take a little trip around the ring. Around the ring, 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 around the ring. Just one small piece of news here. Uh, it counts. So AEW. It's not the size. AEW. It's not the size of the news. It's uh, yeah. it's it's how you uh, report it. So AE Dubs, you know, the new hot brand. I've heard their name chanted before. Yeah, tell me about them. Yeah. So not only is Wednesday Night Dynamite their uh, premiere show, they have announced that they will have another new show called AEW Dark, which will air on YouTube. So that's free for anyone to watch and it's basically the matches that you don't see during dynamite the dark matches they're actually taping them no shit them yeah so like this past week what we didn't see on tv there was like a, a jurassic express match scu stuff like that so okay That's right, yeah, i'm not i'm not saying we're gonna cover that on the show because it's it's more like a, a main event type thing, I guess. They're just taping extra matches. But it's it's but. it's more wrestling to watch. Uh, it's AEW. It's content. You know, you might see the guys like the Darby Allens in there one week if you miss them, things like that. And yeah, maybe it, they even put some big names. You know, maybe Cody and them will fight on these dark shows sometime. It could be right, or you know, in in a way to sort of build, let's say, building somebody up. Yeah, like that. Like that, yeah, that that's, that's a great opportunity to do that, right? We can Sean Spears can suddenly get some W's. 
That's true. Yeah, they did say that these will count towards the win loss record. Oh, okay. So that is I, that, yeah. that 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 was going to be my next question. Well, this is this is yeah. This is continuity here. This is it's kayfabe. It's kayfabe. As long as we're keeping it kayfabe here on the show, Mike, yeah. you know how I, strongly I feel. We are the kayfabe brothers. We are the kayfabe yeah. brothers. We are yeah. Mike and I are really brothers. We forgot to tell you that. Um, yeah. uh, our mom. We had a, the same mom. Different dad, same Different mom. Different dad, yeah. same mom. That's going to come up later. Just remember that. But folks. we're twins, though. It's still... Somehow. Somehow. We're twins. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. Uh, this is all going to come up in about five years. We'll settle it once yeah. and for all. Uh, it's going <laughs> to be great. It's going to be great. That's a lot of um, great news about AEW. They're also, um, just while we're on that subject, I haven't heard anything lately, but um, Being the Elite episodes are still coming out. Yes, and... Uh... Yeah, also the ratings came out, and it was a huge success for Dynamite. They had like 1.4, 1.5 million. So they they beat out NXT in the first week, which makes sense, though. Cause there and was... 1.5, I feel like that's slightly lower than your normal, than an average SmackDown. Uh, I feel like yeah, 1.5 is maybe like a low end of Raw or SmackDown on the USA Network. Yeah, well, yeah, for example, this week's SmackDown, it was a debut, so it was special. It got like 4 million something, but normally it's probably like 2.5 for SmackDown. I think Raw gets a bit more just based on its... Yeah. Well, maybe not now that it's on Fox, but we'll see. Yeah, on Bale. But either way, big success for uh, for AEW. NXT dropped a little bit that week, down to like 900,000 or something. So. That's but right. Some of that could be the... the uh, I don't know the word, the, the curiosity of what the new show looks like. Yeah, exactly, of what the new thing will hold. Uh, did hear that the match we're getting next week, uh, Hangman Page is in a bit of trouble right now. Hey, he's picking up a couple L's. Well, um, not only the L's that he's been picking up, uh, on being the elite, um, he was being criticized for not running in at the end there for the save. Cody ran in, even Dustin ran uh, in. MJF. MJF was like, yeah, MJF was there, and so now, yeah. being the elite, everyone comes back to the locker room, and Hangman Page is just kind of like drying his hair off, and they're like, "Where the fuck were you?" And he's and he's just like, "What? What do you mean? I was in, I was in my locker room." I, and then he, I but, but, shower, bro. but here's what he said. He's like, he's like, you know, oh guys, I was in my locker room. Sorry, I'm not in your fancy executive vice president locker room. I was mm-hmm. over here. Oh, <sighs> little tension there. But then Dustin sat him down and was like. I was in the same locker room you were, and I came out for those boys. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're right, you're right. Uh, so I think we are getting those two in a, in a four-man tag. I think we'll have uh, uh, Dustin and Hangman Page. You get someone else. So, um, But I think Hangman Page does not appreciate the fact that he is in the elite, but he's not being treated like he's in the elite. Yeah, no, it's, he's, he doesn't seem like he's quite in the the no. same tight knit group as Omega and the Bucks and Cody and it is a, it it, it yeah. is a, it is a good it is a good episode to watch though. You can watch John Moxley climbing through, uh, like underneath the stands because <laughs> he's like climbing <laughs> underneath it so he can get to his spot where he's gonna where he's gonna jump out and attack Kenny. So um, yeah, that was, that's that pretty was, fun. that was kind of fun. Uh, I got, well, we're on AEW. Is we one keep talking about AEW. Let's just fucking let's just <laughs> make an AEW show. I don't know. That's what the people want. A funny thing I saw. Uh, I think it was at like a Comic-Con or something. Chris Jericho was there doing a panel. Mm-hmm. 
And then this guy comes out of the crowd dressed up like Chris Jericho, and he starts like saying, like, oh, yeah, you're my biggest fan, and I just want to say, uh, like, you'll never be as good as me. And he like takes off his costume, and it's MJF. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> It was great. He worked everyone. He worked. So I think like because he, he was wearing like he had like the the hat on like you couldn't see his face, you couldn't tell who it was. Mm-hmm. It was but there you go. That's all for AEW this week, uh, or at least for the non AEW episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. For for the fact that we're not talking about AEW this episode, we sure are talking a lot about AEW. It's a hot, it's a hot new product. It's coming in hot. It's coming in hot. You know what? And I've been trying to. I've been keeping my ear to the to the you know to the ground here and whenever that show comes to uh, Toronto or the Toronto oh, area. Guaranteed that it will. Guaranteed. Oh, of course it will. It's just you know a matter of time and. Yeah, I think we'll get a pay per view because. Maybe just get not? one. You know, it seems like a maybe like a Rico Coliseum type thing. I think they could. Build the Scotiabank. It it does make you. I'm sure they have their own market research, you know, and shit like yeah. that. It does it does make you wonder, though. I mean, even when we were at that NXT show, uh, there were a couple empty seats. Um, yeah. Bes- yeah, no, specifically I mean, then, between like, us and that guy who wouldn't shut the fuck up was an entire <laughs> row of empty seats. Yeah. <laughs> remember that but, jabroni? Oh yeah, I remember that jabroni. There was another jabroni at the SummerSlam night too. There's always jabronis looking for fights. Oh, they see yeah. the guys. I forgot about that guy. I forgot about SummerSlam like uh yeah. yeah, someone called his girlfriend fat. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he was trying to pick up like, was it you? He's like, no, it wasn't me, it was that guy. Like, no. <laughs> Anyways. Just waiting. Fingers crossed, just waiting for that one. Um yeah, and there's your around the ring news, which ended up being all about AEW. Way but to go, yeah. guys. Um, let's keep moving on in the show, though. Like we said, uh, like we said earlier, it's time to cover NXT. You know, NXT is finally making its jump over to its full two-hour USA yes, network. Done. Suits is done. Suits, Suits is done. isn't taking over that ten to eleven <laughs> time slot anymore. No, USA. The USA network is completely open of all the various law proceedings. Yeah. When whatever and the they, fuck, uh, whatever the hell that show is about, I think it's about law. Something. I mean, if you're wearing a suit, you got to be. I mean, it's in the name. It's called Suits. Uh, yeah. But but that but the word that show that show is in the rear view. So we're now finally on to two hours of NXT a week, um, on the USA Network. Uh, yes. Real yeah. real exciting shit. Yeah, they they tried to stack this card. We got three championship matches. We have some some returns, some debuts, uh, some crazy shit. And they they started right off with uh, what I thought would be the main event. We got Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle for the NXT Championship. Uh, yeah, the crowd was super hot. Split for both these guys. Everyone loves both these guys. How can you not? Um, yeah, Riddle. He, every time I see him, he's amazing. He's just fucking hitting all these combinations, doing his MMA big knee strikes. Uh, at one point, he ducks the last shot from Adam Cole. He gets the bro mission in the middle of the ring. But Cole finds his way out, and he hits a big strike to Riddle's face. with his. He's got his arm cast on. So that's fucking a little dirty, but he hits him with the cast, and he follows with the last shot to pin Riddle and successfully defend his title. But uh, I think Riddle he'll be flirting with that championship belt again someday. Yeah, <laughs> he won't be too. He won't be too far. He won't be too far from that. No, but after the match is when the big angle comes out, and the big angle happens because who comes out? Who makes the big return to NXT? But Finn Balor. Finn Balor, Finn Balor comes out. He's got his head shaved. He's got a yeah. buzz. He's got a buzz cut. 
got a buzz cut. He's got his leather jacket on. And he just comes out, basically said, as of right now, Finn Balor is NXT. So Finn Balor's like back. back did you, on the did, black and yellow. Did you notice that hand tattoo he had also? I Yeah, I think... Does it go like up his arm into his sleeve or something? Uh, oh, the only uh, all I remember, and I, I look for a photo afterwards. It's just him in his normal leather jacket, but you see, like the jacket cuts off at the wrist, yeah. and then a, a tattoo on the back of the hand, which is a bold I, place for somebody who doesn't have tattoos to begin yeah, with. Yeah, like he was he was completely uh, clear skin. Uh, so I, uh, I guess we'll have, I guess we'll have to see. I oh, don't know. I noticed that and was hoping somebody else noticed that. Uh I can't. Was he wearing pants? I can't recall. I think he was wearing was he pants. He wearing his tights with his jacket. I can't he was in not ready to wrestle attire. Oh, yeah. You know, so he's not like Orton. Orton's always ready. Randy Orton's always ready to go. Oh my god. I'm trying to think. Uh, what, what did Randy? No. What did Randy Orton wear on that Evolution reunion? If he, if he was still wearing his trunks and the little fucking sweater vest. Yeah, I can't remember now. <laughs> Imagine so. everybody else is in suits. <laughs> Batista's yeah. in a suit. Triple H wearing like jeans and a t-shirt and Randy Orton just shows up in his little his little tights. Little trunk and his little, hoodie. Little trunk and hoodie. Best hoodie. Finn Balor's uh, back on the brand where he saw the most success, certainly uh, yes, amongst the was, fans. Uh, I think the the NXT indie type are still going nuts for this dude. Uh, yeah, he was uh, the longest reigning NXT champion. I'm excited for this move. I'm only excited for just because I've never been a Finn Balor fan. So, <laughs> it, but but I am an NXT fan. So maybe yeah. by integrating him into something that I enjoy more. I don't know. Who knows? We are we are building up to uh, War Games Part Three. Remember that. Yeah. So um, can can Finn yeah, Balor, Finn Balor flip? He be... Can he do shit like that? Um, could he do like a moonsault off the t- hypothetically? Could he do a moonsault moonsault off the top of a cage? Hypothetically, yeah, he's definitely uh, a good enough athlete. To do I just, I've never seen him do that. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. never, I've never Cody's seen. Cody's done a moonsault off a cage. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but no, Finn Balor doesn't seem like a flippy guy. I just, I want, I want to see it. You know, because I, I can mean, see him doing a, he could do a coup de gras off the top of cage. Oh, that would hurt, man. That'd hurt your ankles. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he could do it. <laughs> Do it on the Otis. Get that nice big belly to soften the land. Okay, well that's that's too much. We're not bringing heavy machinery back. <laughs> oh my god. Let's move. Let's move on. Let's move on with the rest of the show. Because like we said, War Games is coming up next month, uh, and um, there is a new North American champion from a couple of weeks back. Uh, Roderick Strong is the champion, but Velveteen's Dream still has his eyes on it. Yes. So yeah, he I... um, he comes out with his usual gorgeous array of women. Surrounding him on yeah. a silk bed. <laughs> yeah, my favorite. <laughs> Which, by line. the way, imagine pitching your own gimmick, and they're like, "Hey, what do you have the idea for?" And it's like, "Okay, so light on me, women <laughs> all over my body." And Triple yeah. H is just like, "Yeah, this is good." <laughs> he pitched <laughs> his own my... gimmick, and he just gets to be surrounded by beautiful women all the time. Velveteen Dream, wanna... you're my wrestler of the week. <laughs> Already? No, uh, no, no, no. Well, probably okay. he might be. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, my favorite part, Dream says, he's talking about Roderick Strong and all the Undisputed Era coming, cheating, ganging up on him, and he says, don't worry, the Dream has never, ever complained about having to take on more than one man at a time. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I must have oh, missed that. I must have missed that sexual one. Sexual ambiguity of it all. He's, my- like, he's surrounded by these gorgeous women. He does not give a fuck. Because he could have any man, any woman, he could have any time, anybody he wants. Anybody at any time, Mike. I uh, I really like how um, 
you know, engaged you are with WWE's various LGBTQ storylines. Oh yeah, no, you're I'm, catching I'm those, very, you ca- very you, inclusive. You catch those, and what you know, Mike. I think that's one thing we do need to talk about on this show. That was a pretty risky line, basically saying, "And I can get gang banged by a bunch of men, no problem." <laughs> no problem. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Six. He seven. never ever complained about having to take on more than one man. I think eventually I'd complain about having to take on too many men. I think eventually <laughs> there would be a point where, yeah, it's just too many men. Many men. Many men. Women's action now. Yeah. Speaking so of- it, it ends up with a challenge for a rematch for the title. Yeah. Which we're yeah, which we'll probably get at War Games, probably. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Then the woman, as you said, we get uh, Io Shirai versus Mia Yim. Uh, I love everything about Io. This heel turn is awesome. Her, her new entrance, her her costume, everything. Her perfect black about her. garb. Yeah, she just looks like a heel now, and the way she carries herself. And yeah, Mia's great. I like Mia as well, but uh, she's not on Io's level. But, and uh, so Io, she gets the win after that awesome moonsault. She has such a low arc to her moonsault, just like just a, big, a big quick flip. But yeah, uh, yeah that was fun. Um, um, yeah, this, yeah, was this, was, this, was, uh, this was a great match. One that wasn't even like advertised to have the hype the way that the other ones uh, yeah, they just probably kinda... were. You know, I think this is, maybe we'll see this one again. These two were pretty good for a television yeah. match. Yeah, I always like when you can have more than just the women's title being featured because they got a great roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get another, I guess this one was a pretty quick match. We had Johnny Gargano versus Shane Thorne, and Gargano just gets the win with a super kick. That's all I remember. Um, no, I think there were some power bombs in there. But yeah. yeah. I mean, there was some good stuff. <laughs> I didn't specifically note anything, but uh, yeah, Gargano, he's got built some steam, gets the wins. I don't know what, I don't know what to, what's his, uh, I it's guess we'll cra- see. It's crazy. This, this main event scene for the NXT title is one of the craziest <laughs> things. Like, I don't know, it's just there's there it feels like there's like seven people right now going after this yeah. one belt and I want to and I, I want every single one of them to be champ- be champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bow is up there, Riddle's I wonder, up there. I wonder if this is where we're building this war games. You know, is this where we're going for war games? It's the flat out undisputed era versus anybody who fucking wants it. Winner take all, like a winner take, like you know, yeah, and then then you divide it up who gets what, yeah, <laughs> you gets what in the middle. You know, we're gonna have Drea Dream, Gargano, Finn Balor, others possibly. <laughs> yeah, we need at least one more. We need at least uh, one more. Um, well, let's go. Yeah, the women, the, the women's matchup that we're that we're getting at War Games, I do believe, is the uh, is uh, Shayna Baszler will be taking on Candice LeRae. So they had a little, they had uh, a little. Well, they had a title other. match right here. Yeah, exactly. A little, a little something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Shayna Baszler defending against Candice LeRae. Uh, Baszler traps Candice's hand in the stairs at one point and starts stomping on it. Uh, Candice hits a big flatliner to Shayna on the apron, followed up by three suicide dives in a row, and she nearly hit the guardrail each time. <laughs> yeah, jumping a little far there. But uh, she also hits a big swinging neckbreaker off the middle rope and then goes for a springboard moonsault, but Shayna avoids it, locks in the Cure Food to Clutch, forcing Candice to tap out. So, fuck. Fuck you, Shayna. You better lose that belt at War Games. Or, uh... Another one. Another one. Yeah. And this uh, women women's division, same thing. Yeah, who's going to who's gonna take this belt off Shayna Baszler? She has, to be, yeah. she has to be sitting on a lot of days with this belt right now. 
Yeah, well, it would have been even longer, but she lost it for like 30 days in between to Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane, yeah. But yeah, either way, she's held the thing for a total of probably like, I don't know, almost 500 days or something. Wow. The long reign. I mean, we're ready for you to drop it, Shana. We're ready. And um, and same thing, you know, Candice LeRae's been knocking on the doorstep, but just before that, Candice and Io Shirai were doing their yeah. own thing. And Io has proved herself, you know, she's putting on some incredible matches right now, too. That's why, yeah, I thought maybe Candice would win it here, and then they could transition it to Io, but uh, I don't know. Well, who knows? Or just keep it on a because face. It, keep it on a face for a little bit, right? Come on, yeah, guys. Yeah, he needs a big baby face, because the baby face has to conquer the evil fucking Shayna asshole. And then, yeah. Rhea Ripley, I thought we was going to challenge Shayna as well. That would have been a right? good match. Exactly, yeah. She's another woman who's kind of in that picture also. Yeah, um, so we'll see. Uh, I don't know. But the goons, fucking uh, man Duke and Shafir, I feel like they're they're still not ready. So they're just, maybe they're holding Shayna down because of them. Yeah, they're but, but they're always there. You think they'd be fast-tracking <laughs> these two to be like, no, we need you two to be good. Because we're, yeah, we're like, trying, hey, we, how- we've got plans. <laughs> we've got plans. Yeah. You guys have been here for like two years now. Ronda Rousey learned more than you in a week. But I don't know. I don't know. Still a good match. Good women's match. Just uh, not the result I wanted. Not the result you wanted. Uh, We do have some uh, NXT UK type action. I think they're part of NXT now. Are they just part of normal NXT now? Okay. I think Um, they got. Well, uh, it's hard to tell. It's hard to to tell. But anyways, Pete Dunn, Danny Birch. Yeah. um, Uh, Going for the win. Yeah, Dunn gets the win, and then after the match, the lights shut out, and the archer, Damian Priest, comes up. So that's a new guy to me. Um, this guy. Yeah, you know what? I got I to gotta see his face again and see if I yeah. remember who but, he was. No, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He attacked Pete Dunn, so I guess there's a little mini feud. I think there's another name that I recognize him from but i really don't remember sorry you were saying uh was there anything after this was it just the the main event because i feel Um, like uh yeah it was just uh it was just the main event just um okay no 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 you didn't no no you didn't miss anything mike your notes have been (laughs) diligently taken of course folks we're talking main event we're talking this might be the second third week in a row at least fourth time we've seen the match but every time it's great the undisputed era taking on the street profits for that nxt tag champ or nxt championship tag tag rearrange those words and make it happen um Yeah, we've seen Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford at like four, three, three times a week for the last month yeah, and a half. Like, <laughs> and uh, but, uh, Wale, so Wale comes out to introduce these two. That's who that was. That was yeah, that's who that was. Okay. That's who that was, but in he, case you were curious. So he introed them, but then he didn't like, I thought he was going to like rap them to the ring, like sing their, I guess, does their song have words? I can't even think of their song. I can't even think. Maybe it's not a Wale I just, song. I, 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 but, I don't know. But yeah, it's always, anyway, he was there. It's always, it's, it's all, that's pretty sick to have a. Someone walk you down to your fucking ring, you know, like you're yeah. a boxer or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was a good tag match, but Undisputed Era, they get the win to retain their titles, and then Adam Cole comes out to celebrate with them. But then we get the big surprise return of Tommaso Ciampa. He comes out, and he just kind of looks Cole up and down, and, he, you know, he's holding that title that he never lost. He had to relinquish due to injury, so he just kind of stares Cole in the face to end the show. 
Oh, is Champa ready to compete? Isn't this wild? Like Champa and versus Cole is is money. That's obvious. That's an obvious money match right there. Yeah. But Adam Cole and Finn Balor is like also another obvious money match. These are two former Bullet Club members. Okay, you know the guy who founded the fucking Bullet Club. <laughs> versus, you know, another one who, you know, his timing was never there with. But then at the same time, I feel like Matt Riddle and Finn Balor is also a money match just waiting to happen. This main they event... They have a lot of good shit. Yeah. This main event series is whack. It's just can, crazy yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, we can just mix and match. Ciampa and Riddle and Gargano. Like throw, them all, throw them all in together. <laughs> Johnny Gargano still has... And I think Pete Dunne is still deserving of being in a top spot. Yeah, uh, uh, just because he's you know if he's not if he's not in a top spot then why are, you know then what's going on? We've moved him yeah. up from NXT UK. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I wonder what the status is with Ciampa. Do you think he's ready to take bumps, or do you think they just want to get him on TV, get him back in the eye? Because um, that was a pretty serious surgery. I'd say he's. Like, yeah. They were talking over a year for him to come back. It's only been like six months. I'd say he's probably not. He's certainly not at a hundred percent right now. But if you uh, if you Check out him on Instagram. He's often posting like his progress workout and things like that. Mm. Uh, and he's been he he's been he's been rehabbing hard, right. uh, you know, and and strengthening the muscles there. And like uh, his progress has certainly come a long way. And uh, like I think he will be ready soon. Okay, that's good. 1, good to have him back. That was a nice nice return, nice ending for hundred uh... percent. Yeah, that dude's so cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I want to hang out with Tommaso Ciampa, whatever his yeah. real life name is. I don't care. I'll call him Tommaso. What do you think they like to be called? I think they usually refer to each other by their wrestler names backstage. But what about like what does Becky Lynch call Seth Rollins? Uh, she, yeah, she probably calls him his real name in private. Yeah, yeah. You just I don't. I always want. I just wonder. I just wonder. You know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, like everyone backstage calls Undertaker Taker. No one calls him Mark. He'll like kill you. He'll be killed. He'll be killed. And you don't call Vince Vince if you're not that close with him yet. What do you have to call him? Mr. McMahon. Mr. McMahon. I I I respect that though. You know, until an adult yeah. tells you <laughs> to one. not call them Mr. Misses, you have to call them Mr. Misses. You know. <laughs> I think that's yeah, just you know. But. Yeah, like no one, yeah, everyone calls Triple H Hunter. No one calls him Paul. Hunter. Hey, Hunter. Like it feels like that's his real name. Just Hunter. 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 Even what do you call him? Trips? Even call, his kids call him Hunter. You can call him Trips? Yeah, Trips. Yeah. Hey, Trips. But that was your NXT, your mini takeover they had there. Yeah, really. It felt, yeah, there were there was enough good matches on there. It really did just kind of feel like yeah, a. Yeah, three uh, big title matches. Uh, a mini yeah, pay per view. On promos from Dream and the returns and, uh, yeah. Not, what not, was the bigger, what was the bigger uh, surprise, Finn Balor and Ciampa or Jake Hager? Um, yeah, I think. Well, another different. <laughs> yeah, Jake Hager was bigger, I thought, because everyone because like you know you know expected. Yeah, because you know Tommaso Ciampa is gonna come back eventually. Yeah, or like you know you're gonna see him again. So yeah. when you do, you're just like, hell yeah, here we go. But then having like some big Bellator fighter, you know, six, whatever, however many hundreds of pounds, <laughs> just roll in and beat the shit out of your favorite dudes. That's more exciting. I think that's more yeah. exciting. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. 
What about you? What was your uh, what was your return? What was your debut return of the week? New uh, segment. New segment. <laughs> well, yeah, whenever we can debut bring it of up. the week. Well, we still we still have more show. We still have more show. We'll come. We'll cover that one at the end. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get back. We'll circle. We'll cover back. that one at the end, folks. That was our NXT review, and I think it's time we might as well just jump straight into n- new theme, new me, new era, of new everything. era, new uh, set, unique from Ross. It's SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. SmackDown yeah, is, yeah. is we're, we're off USA. We've moved. Fox, yeah, was- Fox Sports, baby. A real sports network. I think, yeah, they did like a, a cold opening where Vince and Stephanie came out. They welcomed us to the show. And then they played the, the video package with ACDC and uh, a whole I thought thing. It would have been, there was all, yeah, yeah, there was a whole video package, of course. I thought it would have been, I don't, they, they picked a not too well known ACDC song. I thought it would have been hilarious that they picked TNT just to fuck with AEW. Zam T. Dynamite! <laughs> That would have been TNT good. And that, Dynamite. That would have been good. That would have been good. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> And of course, SmackDown, they had Pyro as well. That's not brand exclusive. And their, yeah, their stage was different. They had like this little, I don't know, I don't know what you call it, like this little bracket thing set up, like a little tunnel. It's a huge stage, yeah. Just, little like, you know, tunnel pieces. Guy was coming out from yeah. the entrance ramp, and they had cool. huge vertical street, uh, screens and, and lights and yeah, the normal so horizontal stuff. Yeah, different show. So let's, uh, let's differentiate. Yeah, and only a two-man commentary team, just Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Two of the best, two of the best in the business. Oh, WWE. of course, two of the best in the business. You know, uh, I wonder why there isn't a third. Uh, maybe they yeah, don't, so maybe like they right don't now, need a third. Uh, both Tom Phillips and Byron Saxton are just kind of, I don't know where they are. I heard Tom Phillips is moving to NXT UK. Hmm. That's what so I, I would have thought. Like he, I thought he, they were like grooming him to be the new Raw guy. I thought, the, I thought Raw. he was going to be the next Michael Cole. Yeah, because Vic Joseph and Dio Madden, they're both pretty new. They, they're uh, not as seasoned, I feel, as Tom Phillips is now. But whatever. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I really don't know. I really don't know. But yeah. um, anyways, but we're Cole on, but we're, but we're on SmackDown. Yeah, Michael Cole, Corey Graves. Uh yeah. They we kick off the show with the man Becky Lynch. She's coming out here to cut a quick promo and. King Corbin comes out and interrupts to say that he should be the one starting off the show. And Becky Becky doesn't fear Corbin as he's coming in the ring, but then The Rock comes out to a huge if pop. You smell. <laughs> oh, it's it's it's, it's always going to be I mean, I think he he when was the last time he was out in front of a WWE audience? Was it uh it's probably been probably uh, I think when that fighting with my family movie was around. But and that, sure and that was I think like a dark thing. I don't think that was happening during yeah, the episode. True, yeah. um, so it's been a good while. It's been a good while. It's been a so. good while. Possibly that WrestleMania match with Ronda Rousey. It's been a yeah. long fucking time. Yeah. So he always gets that big one, and uh, yeah, I love his theme song. Great theme song. Uh, Rock gets into the ring. Him and Becky do like a little secret handshake, and then he walks over to Corbin with his hand up for the high five, but gives him the old whoop, just psych, and just walks past him, poses on the ropes. Great moment, and then uh, uh, and then we just um, we just trash talk. We're just trash talking Corbin for yeah. the next little bit. Get all the catchphrases. He calls Corbin a broke ass Burger King on crack. Uh, Corbin tries to give a rebuttal and steal the Rock's lines, but 
rocks like you know just because you're king of the ring doesn't make you a king you 35 year old virgin walking around at comic-con stuff like that uh i think he called him std at one point, at tried one to point. Yeah, yeah 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 and then said if you uh, smell and everyone went off and yeah. then the beat and down they're talking about testicles you know like the For rocks a the man he doesn't walk around with testicles something like speckies. that if i did they'd be bigger than yours corbin and woo, so there you go eventually he gets hit Becky and The Rock beat down Corbin. Rock hits the people's elbow in the rock, bow, rock bottom to make the crowd happy. And Becky stays in the ring because she's got a match coming up. But, yeah, we got the, we got our Rock. We got your Rock appearance. He was advertised. There's a couple other guys that were advertised that didn't show up, which pissed off some of the paying fans. Oh, really? Uh, the Undertaker was advertised. Stone Cold was advertised. Oh, shit. I didn't, I, I didn't even hear that. Yeah. That would suck. But, that would suck. Yeah, so too bad for them. Yeah. But uh, they did get some four of the best women in the in the company. Becky Lynch, the four horse women. That's right. As Becky known. and Charlotte teaming up to take on Sasha and Bailey. Uh, yeah, just a good match you'd expect from these two. Charlotte or these four. Charlotte hits her big moonsault off the top rope to take them all out, and then uh, she throws Bailey back into the ring, locks in the figure eight to get the submission win. And of course, bo- all four of these women are competing in their various matches, at, and a couple days later at Hell in a Cell. So of course, you know, and this was our this was our big women's match on, you know, on the SmackDown uh, premiere. We'll see what happens. Draft starts next week, so uh, we yes. will see where these women end up. Yeah. Ah, uh, then we get the the Beast Slayer Seth Rollins coming out to the ring, but before he can say anything, the Firefly Funhouse pops up on the screen and. Um. Yeah, Bray says SmackDown's got a new home. He wants to introduce everyone, and all the puppets do their shtick. And Ramblin' Rabbit pops up dressed like Seth Rollins, but he wants to warn him to not get in the cell with the Fiend. It's not going to end well. So uh, then Bray decides to script an impromptu cell match between Ramblin' Rabbit and Mercy the Buzzard. They're in a little <laughs> red cage. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mer- Mercy just rips the rabbit apart. So uh, is that what we'll get on Hell in a Cell? We'll see. We will see. We will see. Yeah. Will Seth Rollins be burnt down? Or will he burn it down? I don't or know. Will he burn it down? Uh, and after that, after that, though, Rollins stays in the ring, and uh, we do see Shinsuke Nakamura on the red brand. Yeah. So, or the blue brand. Blue brand. That's what I meant. Take Seth Rollins. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Shinsuke Nakamura comes out um, for a quick little match uh, against Seth Rollins. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cool. Yeah, Rollins, he's, he's ready to hit the curb stomp, and then the lights start to shut down. So we all know it's the Fiend. Uh, Seth Rollins, he goes to leave up the ramp, but the Fiend catches him from behind and locks in that mandible claw. And then he throws Seth off the stage. I was, well, worried, I was worried it was coming. Uh, Shinsuke was going to get it. Yeah. Like, oh, God, uh, no. Not yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. Nobody is safe. Nobody is safe. Nobody is safe from the Fiend. That's right. Um, uh, of course, that... That uh, the haunting Bray Wyatt laughter fills the arena. Yes. <laughs> that just loops. And um, yeah, this was great. This um, yeah, I felt like this was this was far better booked than this exact same, you know, confrontation that we had on the Monday, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, was that the one when he was Seth was just going ah? Yeah, ah, pretty much, pretty much. That, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, uh, Hell in Cell is gonna be fun. 
We gotta yeah. wait. We gotta wait for that's these two. All, that's that was exactly all of our thoughts. That's all of our uh, thoughts exactly. Um, the ladder match, though. Yes. This also is, hotly anticipated. Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon. This is the contract on a contract yeah, in a briefcase. Yeah. Match. So whoever wins, the other guy gets fired. They're gone. This is a this is an this is a choose your own who gets fired match. Yeah. And you get like it comes with a free pass to fire somebody or something. I'm not. I'm not really too well, sure. I think not just anyone. I think it's got to be your opponent. Ladder match rules, though. Of course, these. Uh, I think we saw these guys at Hell in a Cell last year, um, doing crazy. Uh, uh, I think it might have been two years ago. Two years ago, doing crazy shit to each other, yeah. of course. Uh, but you know, futures but, are at stake. Yeah, there was a couple. I don't know if you saw, there was a couple like sketchy spots with the ladder outside the ring where they just kind of like let it fall into the barricade and nearly smoked some kid in the face. Really? Yeah, the dad just kind of got up and was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Come like, on, guys. Yeah. I didn't buy my kid uh, ringside seats at, and, <laughs> and to anticipate that he'd be hit by something in the <laughs> ring. Yeah. But then, uh, of course, Shane O'Mac, he hits his big elbow drop off the top rope onto Owens through the announce table. Always a fun spot. Um, and then later on, Owens, he lays a ladder across the ring apron in the barricade, rolls yeah. Shane on top of it, then good. he hits a huge frog splash off the top, breaking Shane and the ladder. That was awesome. That was a great spot. Um, one thing, just, you know, moving over to Fox Sports, one of these funny little production things is that Michael Cole was over-explaining everything. Oh, uh, just like, so the object of the match is to climb the ladder. Yeah, exactly. and at one point he said... Uh, he said uh so they just kind of it was funny almost like pulled me out of it uh but he said shane mcmahon setting up for his signature move the coast to coast and uh, as soon as i heard him say yeah. that i was like ah no this takes me out of it now you're just fucking <laughs> you know it's just how yeah it was weird yeah, it was weird stop Understand mansplaining me. to me what's going on michael there? cole you're mansplaining wrestling to me <laughs> All you have to do yeah. is have him set it up, say the words coast to coast, and I'll fucking get it because he goes from one side to the other. It took and me that's out. that's exactly what happened to he, Yeah, he sets the ladder up. <laughs> yeah. He sets the ladder up in front of Owen's face. He hits the coast to coast. Um, and then Shane, Shane climbs the ladder. He thinks he's got it. He's, he's near the briefcase, but Owen grabs him and hits a powerbomb off the top onto another ladder that was laid out. And he climbs up and he grabs the briefcase to win the match and fire Shane O'Mac. So this was, yeah, this was, this was kind of like a and, and one And one last stunner before the end. You know, yeah, most... So he, he grabs the mic, he says, Shane, you're fired! <laughs> the era of Shane is over. They gave us a pay-per-view quality match on free TV. Lots of good, fun spots. And you know what? I feel as though Shane McMahon's matches over the last year, we had The Miz at Mania, and I think we had, you know, Kevin Owens, you know, before that. They're always going yeah. long. These these McMahon, Shane McMahon matches felt like they were, you know, <laughs> overstayed their welcome. This one did not. It had its it had its major spots that we needed. It ended yeah. on Shane taking a big bump, and yeah. it was the right finish. We can, you yeah, know, was, Kevin Owens can move past this. Yeah, it, basically it's been dragging him down the last two months. Three months exactly and just the thought of next smackdown do you think that like the execs at smackdown or the execs at fox of course they have a say in what the hell is going on do you think somebody was like you know like vince mr mcmahon we're really interested in moving smackdown over to friday nights uh just we have one condition you got to get shane mcmahon off tv 
<laughs> like it's like like the guy's like son is like a wrestling yeah. fan. He's like asking him like, so Timmy, like what would you, what would you change about SmackDown? He's like fucking Shane McMahon. <laughs> he's like okay, it's get like, him off, right. get him off. And it's like oh, okay, well put him on Raw. I'm like no, yeah. you can't go on Raw. My son oh watches Raw God. too. Yo, it's gonna happen. That's yeah. gonna happen. Shane McMahon's gonna show up on Raw, and he's like, well, I was fired from SmackDown, but not Monday but, nights. Uh, oh my God. That, Hopefully not, because they did stipulate he's fired from WWE. Nobody tell Vince. Unless Nobody he shows up tell NXT. Vince, please. Vince, if you know, if you, if you also if you know him and listen to this show, please do not mention that. Nobody. Yeah, Vince doesn't listen. To, but Vince doesn't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> you just uh, listen sorry. to it. We get some uh, eight-man tag match up next. We have The Miz and Braun Strowman and Heavy Machinery taking on Rude, Ziggler, Orton, and AJ Styles. This this was another one where they presented it like a sport. So, you know, when people were coming down, they had, you know, as you would if you were, like, yeah, having like a spotlight. Fun you know, like exactly. The their height, where they're from. Yeah. This, that, the other, and what took it out for me was when it said Braun Strowman, like for Braun Strowman's thing, it was like weight, like achievements, and then it said nickname the monster among men. <laughs> and I was like, nah, it's just, it's so weird to think about it as a. I've never heard anyone except for the commentary team calling that the monster among men, yeah. or yeah, or or like, like somebody I've heard them calling that, but like no one actually says that. Like people chant, get these hands, but no one's calling them monster yeah. among men. <laughs> Monster among men. Monster, Monster. among yeah. men. Uh, that could be a new theme song. It took me out because yeah, it's that same thing. It's like you just think about you know that's what he's called, but to hear uh, just to hear it like explained to you as a nickname because I feel like Braun yeah. Strowman is his nickname because his name is probably like fucking Thomas. Or well, I mean, every you could say that about nearly everyone. You could say huh? that about nearly every. Exactly, just taking me out for a second. We do get this uh, eight man, uh, this eight man tag, uh, but the uh, the best angle that it sets up. So, um, of course, uh, heavyweight champion Tyson Fury. Yes, uh, is, pro uh, professional boxer. He's the. I guess I don't I don't know too much about him in the mainstream. He's obviously not like a, a Floyd Money Mayweather type um, of character. No, he is a uh, a big old motherfucker from yeah. uh, from England. He's a gypsy. The, the gypsy the gypsy king the himself. Gypsy. He had uh, I don't trust him. I don't trust. Him. He had a huge match against another heavyweight uh, named Deontay Wilder back in the winter, which actually a match or a fight? Which uh you know like a fight. <laughs> to fight, yeah, no, I think. I'm just messing. Um, which ended in a uh, draw, which was insane because this particular fight was supposed to like unify a bunch of belts, and then he so also like, had a what the fuck now? exactly, and then he also had a fight not too long ago uh, where he did win, even though he had a huge cut above his eye. Uh, yeah, this yeah. this dude this dude's the real deal. He also like when he was dealing with uh, you know dealing with some things in his personal life, and he put on like hundred pounds, lost it all again. He's still. This this dude's badass. This dude's the real deal. Well, yeah, and that was basically uh, basically the point of this match was to set up that angle there because he was in the front row, and then him and Strowman kind of go at each other, taunting each other, and then he throws Ziggler into the thing at one point. Uh, and like knocks yeah, over, it's like knocks over him and his wife or something. Yeah, and then... so he gets he gets all pissed off, and uh, anyway, Strowman ends up hitting Ziggler with the power slam. He gets the win, and then I think. 
uh, doesn't Tyson Fury try to like jump the rail or something? Yeah, he, he jumps over and securities yeah. separate them. It becomes a whole thing. You know what? This is great. I, th- I, I you know, if nothing else, it's a, it was a great moment on like Sports Center. And uh, yeah, I think I think for, it's for Fox. And of course, we do hear uh, later on in the weekend that coming up on that following Monday Night Raw, we will be getting a face to face. They will be talking about what the hell happened. Yeah, and I think this all leads to a match between them Summer at Slam. Crown Jewel. Oh, sorry, wow, no. Survivor Series. Crown Jewel. No, Crown Jewel. They're giving it to the Saudis. Okay, the well, Saudi that, that well, that would be tough, right? I mean, it's hard to say. You know, I mean, like, uh, you know, Tyson Fury has other boxing commitments, you know, and whether it makes sense for him to go to certain countries, you never know. You know what I'm saying? Just wants that money. Well, you know. wants that fuck money. I'm excited for that. Uh, I mean, I am excited for that little. Uh, exchange they're going to have on raw because uh tyson fury's a great talker oh yeah yes he is he is a showman he's a performance type his entrances are always so over the top and so overdone (laughs) uh and um but yeah he is uh he's he's a lot of fun to watch so let's keep our eyes tuned on that yeah i'm ready to give him a chance so impress me yeah, it's gonna be a one-off, no matter what it. No matter what it is, it's just gonna be one little thing, uh, because yeah. he still has to box professionally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, but uh, speaking of one-offs, we then get some footage from earlier in the day of world-renowned DJ Marshmallow. Yeah, do you know this person? Uh, I know that he's yeah, he wears a marshmallow hat. Kind of, yeah. Do you, do you know? <laughs> he's actually got some of the couple of good songs I like. But, yeah, uh, he's a he's a DJ. I know. Yeah, I mean, every song is featuring an artist, so it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he does the music. Anyways, uh, he's there. He's being interviewed backstage with Truth, and then Carmelo comes running up saying, we got to go, we got to go. And then Otis comes in and frightens Marshmallow, who runs into Carmella, falls on top of her, and he gets the three count to become the new 24-7 champion. What? DJ Marshmallow. DJ wow. Marshmallow uh, following the you know amazing uh, tradition Yes, the lineage of this title, but um, it did not did not last very long. As later on, Truth and Carmelo would sneak up on him, allowing Carmelo to roll up Marshmallow for the three count to regain her title. But uh, yeah, there you go. Just getting the celeb celeb angle in. The little celeb angle. Yeah, you had to have it. Yeah, you had to have it. Uh, uh, another, another singles match though coming up next. Yes, Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan in a lumberjack match. The old classic. I'm just kind of, yeah, back and forth match. Both men are down in the ring at one point when Luke Harper comes running out. But he's not an official lumberjack, so Daniel Bryan, who was on commentary, gets up and goes after him. And Roman Reigns has had enough of this bullshit, so he just does this big diving splash over the top rope onto the whole crowd. And then in the ring, Bryan hits Harper with the running knee. Roman hits Rowan with a spear, gets the win. Bryan offers Roman his hand, and then Reigns accepts. So a big pop. From the Gives him the big hug. I, I think that like- was on the paper. Oh, that was on the pay-per-view. Okay, yeah, I sorry. spoiled it. I was trying to save it. <laughs> I spoiled the hug. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll, 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 cut, we'll edit that out. Don't worry. We'll, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what time it is now. Main event time. Main event. They've been, they've been pushing this match. Uh, Brock Lesnar's first television match in like 15 years. Too long, if you ask me. Yes, Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Brought to you by Pizza Hut Stuffed Cheese It Pizza, who are bringing the snack down into SmackDown. <laughs> uh, I just had to remember that plug they did. It sounds 
it's stuffed cheese it pizza. Doesn't that sound gross? So it's cheese it's stuffed into a pizza. I don't know. Oh the my Americans, God. they'll do anything. Those Americans will sh- stuff anything into anything else, and then just fucking hope for the best. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, Kofi and Brock. The bell rings. Kofi goes running at him, and there's Brock just catches him, tosses him up into the F5, and pins Kofi to win the WWE Championship in nine seconds. Nine seconds. That's the official. Uh, that's the official time. That's what. That's what the uh, sources tell me. You know, he jumped. He jumped right into it. He, he jumped, jumped into it. He jumped right into oh. it. Uh, he gets the one, two, three. Uh, celebrate in the middle of the ring. He's holding the championship. Paul Heyman's there, and uh, Rey Mysterio's music uh, and that- graphic. <laughs> Wait, but before that, one of my favorite parts was in the camera cut to Mark Henry and Goldberg in the front row. And Mark Henry just had his jaw hanging wide yeah. open. Like, disbelief that they, they would job out his brother Kofi like that. And Goldberg, and Goldberg, just Goldberg sat back with that face of like, I understand. He's, he's buddies, <laughs> he's, yeah, and he's buddies with Lesnar, so he's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, um, and I feel like Goldberg built a career off of seven-second matches. <laughs> he built his whole legacy yeah. after like, yep. You do one move and that that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... So yeah. So uh, we're mid silly and of course, yeah. Rey Mysterio's music and graphics start coming up on the jumbotron. Yeah. So we're like, uh oh, what's going on? We, we remember that attack mm-hmm. and Ray comes coming out. Uh, but who's that with him? That's not Dominic. No, <laughs> that's not Dominic. Cause... That's former UFC heavyweight champion Kane Velasquez. Oh yes, boy! Man. Oh boy! And the man so, that defeated Brock Lesnar in the octagon to win one of his UFC heavyweight titles. That is correct. Of course, Cain Velasquez makes his way down to the ring. They do a little bit of a stare down, and then the beat down. Taken yeah, down. Lesnar was beast. scared. Lesnar was selling for him. He was acting scared, and uh, he was selling. I've never yeah. seen him sell for a big guy. I guess that's the history. Like even though Lesnar's the bigger man, he's in a little bit more better shape physically, but. Yeah, Velasquez, he comes down, he had a knee brace on, but he gets in the ring, and Lesnar goes at him, but he gets taken down, and he's, he's still raining blows on him, and Lesnar rolls out and runs away. So Ray and Velasquez just kind of stand tall to end SmackDown. There's your, your big surprise debut at the There's end. There's your big surprise. You know what? Okay, Kofi deserved a better conclusion to yeah, this Yeah, I, I don't ring. get why they couldn't. They could have done all that stuff at the end and just let Kofi have a 10-minute match. Even like, if like, we, like, we like all knew. Like the Finn knew... Balor AJ matches were. Like, we all knew Brock was going to win. Yes, that was fine with me. Heyman spoiled it. We all knew. His spoilers always come true. <laughs> setting, but... th- setting that kind of, like, aside, this was exactly what they needed to do to bring interest to SmackDown. Yeah, no, I like. This was exactly the, the right liked, choice for yeah. business. It's just like you could have given Kofi, you could have given Kofi seven minutes. Yeah, because Kofi looks like he had a strong run. He was beating everyone. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, let him let him put up a bit of a fight. Hit one trouble in paradise. Something, but just one. Uh, yeah, just one. But uh, yeah, so unfortunate that Kofi had to get jobbed out a bit. But um, yeah, the result that we expected, and now. Apparently, uh, Lesnar and Velasquez, that's also for Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel! <laughs> so, Crown Jewel 2, they're trying to stack, which takes place on Halloween night. How appropriate. Oh, really? Yes. So, we're gonna, are we going to have, our, have our Halloween match? Our, our pumpkins and, <laughs> our, and stuffing I don't, match? I, I, don't, I, I don't think that's allowed in their country. Yeah, I was about to say, because like spirits and shit, right? And yeah, the macabre? And the macabre? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, all I that mean, stuff. I mean, even though they're... They're always dressed for Halloween, though. They've got the costumes on every day. 
Jesus Christ, oh Mike. <laughs> as soon as you start making jokes like that, I mean, I, that means it's time that we need to take a break. <laughs> but folks, you're going to stick around. That was our... It's, it's, it's all kayfabe. Don't worry, folks. That was SmackDown, folks. We're going to take a bit of a break. We're going to come back because Hell in a Cell just happened. Yeah, let's find the out. The cell was held. And we're gonna and we're gonna talk about exactly what those results were, folks. Uh stick around. Folks, we're back. We're back on the show. It's the uh it's the second half. The second half. Yes. Uh this this the teams have switched sides. We're ready to kick off. Uh, um second half. Second half. Um, so let's let let's do that kick return, shall we? Sports, exactly, yes. Mike. Uh, let's kick off the second half. Um, we're gonna do things a bit different. We're gonna keep trivia for hour. We're gonna push that a week, so you'll get that next show. Um, but uh, let's kick off the second half of the show with our tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. You know what, folks? Uh. I feel as though the tweet of the week is always back, jump back forth between the Ryan man, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll be honest, he was pretty. He was, uh, he was, he he almost won tweet of the week uh, champion this this week. However, um, today uh, our tweet of the week champion is none other uh, than Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. I'm giving Daniel Bryan. The, I'm giving Daniel Bryan the tweet of the week, folks. Some you know. We 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 like the tweets that often break the uh, the lines of kayfabe or reality or just two people chirping each other. However, yeah. Daniel Bryan uh, went went the other way and just tweeted out hashtag Thank you, Kofi, for giving me one of my favorite career moments. Sad to see his reign end this way. I lost my first championship in 18 seconds. Came out more <laughs> determined and angry. Wow, what a what a uh, heartwarming, nice tweet. It was a very nice thing to say. Of course, there were a lot of uh, there were a lot of other WWE tweets that came out that night. Um, also from people with the hashtag "Thank you, Kofi." Yeah, I saw Kofi himself put out a little thing like "Thank you for the this overwhelming emotional support and all that." And yeah, and you know what? And just like we were saying at the other half of the show, to see one of one of the one of the top WrestleMania moments. So a yeah. top, you can put you could put that in the oh, conversation. Yeah. One of the top, definitely one of the top all time title wins. One of the top all time title win moments WrestleMania, and just see it in yeah. that way. Uh, Daniel Bryan, though, Daniel Bryan, who may may hold the one of the greatest WrestleMania yes. title yes. wins. Uh, yeah, Daniel Bryan. I don't uh, I don't hear too much of him on Twitter. So I guess he seems like the kind of guy that's only there to do positive things like this. So that's nice. Exactly. Like yeah, exactly. So Daniel Bryan, you know what? You can win, and 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 to all to everybody out there, you can win tweet of the week without saying something sinister, yeah. or mean, <laughs> or just rude. But sometimes it works. But but, but it will work if you really want to put yourself <laughs> in a contention. That will work, yeah. folks. That was your uh, tweet of the week, tweet of the week champion, Daniel Bryan. Let's go. Love it. Let's go. Love Let's it. Um, go. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, it's been like two weeks or something, so we haven't had a pay-per-view. Uh, <laughs> but it's time um, because uh, because Hell in a Cell is back. Review. Yes, we got to go to hell. They've got the Red Cage back. Uh, second year with the Red Cage. Let's just jump right into the pre-show. There was only one match on there. Well, I guess we we only knew like four matches going into this pay-per-view, so like 
Yeah, I think yeah. I think as of <laughs> when we last spoke on Thursday, I think there were three matches, and then everything else was just kind of uh, put together. Yeah, but uh, one match we did kind of predict that this would probably be here and on the pre-show, which was Lacey Evans versus Natalia. Uh, seen it a lot lately, but it was still still a decent match. Both women just trying to work over the legs to set up for that sharpshooter. Eventually, Lacey goes for her beautiful moonsault, but Natty avoids it, and she locks in the sharpshooter, forcing Lacey to tap out. And then after the match, nasty Natty sucker punches Lacey. Terrible move. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was, that was your only match. And then uh, the other important thing that happened was backstage. Ollie and Randy Orton just have a bit of a confrontation, so that sets up a match for them to have on the pay-per-view later. So, yeah, that's all I got out of the pre-show. All good stuff, and I'll be honest, I didn't even watch the pre-show. Yeah, that's fine. So uh, normally, uh, you're not gonna miss much. Yeah, nor, nor, normally, but, right? But uh, let's let's get on to, let's get on to the actual show itself. So we're kicking off. Uh, we're kicking off with a Hell in a Cell match. We do yeah. have Becky and Lynch. So the 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 set here was different than both Raw and SmackDown, wasn't it? It seemed like like just the stage and the set and everything it was and i i can't remember picturing it but it didn't have it was still like the same idea yeah because raw did the, raw did the little like entrance ramp on the side smackdown yeah, had, had a whole different curve. look and this one was kind of more between what the new raw is and then what the old yeah. raw was cuz it does make you wonder cuz i bet like uh, does smackdown does the like you know the deal with fox who pays for the set on a pay-per-view <laughs> Because if it's not yeah. being aired on USA or SmackDown, you would think maybe the WWE has to put on those productions themselves. It's really hard to say. Yeah, so I'm wondering if this is just like the third permanent set. Like this will always be the pay-per-view set. It's like, yeah, the pay-per-view set, and then you have it's the Raw like... set, and the, you know. Uh, we'll, the we'll old, see. Uh, we'll see in the good old days, they would, they would build the brand new set for every single pay-per-view. It would have mm -hmm. its own unique thing. They just have metal uh, hang. We'll we'll, we'll 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 see as the weeks go on exactly how they implement all all the new tech. We're always yes. on the cutting edge of the new uh, AV tech right. here with the WWE. And Pyro, Pyro's back, of course. Have uh -huh. to keep mentioning. It's so much fun. Just the big boom to start the show gets everyone pumped. It gets everyone pumped, right? You know. Yeah. Didn't we have Pyro? And we had Pyro at SummerSlam. We had we? Pyro. Remember, yeah, we had the return of Pyro. We had they the return. And we just. <sighs> Yeah, it's like 10 seconds before the show, like, be, be rewarded. There will be By pyro. the way, fireworks are going off. Everyone's like, whoa, pyro, pyro. But, all right, and we did kick off with a bang, not just the pyro. We kicked off with one of the biggest matches of the show, Becky Lynch defending her Raw Women's Championship against Sasha Banks inside the Hell in a Cell. Um, the hottest so rivalry, they, the hottest rivalry yeah, possibly going on in WWE rivalry. right now. Um, uh, so as... As before they could even start the match, they're lowering the cell, and then Sasha just goes and attacks Becky and beats her around. They go outside the cage for a little bit. Uh, she suplexes her onto the ramp, throws her into the cage. And eventually, they get back in there. But Becky steals the chain from the referee that he was going to lock the cage with, and she just wraps it around her fist and starts punching Sasha with it. Pummeling. Yeah, pummeling Sasha. And then she, so she goes and she locks the door herself. Uh, and then, of course, we get some chairs, some ladders. Uh, they were they weren't afraid to attack the head. They were just like slinging chairs at each other's faces. There was a couple <laughs> fun uh, like setups. Yeah, so, they also um, did a couple. They uh, so, like they had like kendo sticks going through the corners. Yeah, and put a chair <laughs> on top of it. 
Yeah, so, so Sasha could sit in the chair, and then uh, Becky runs off the apron. Big, uh, big couple, big drop, big kick. drop kick to the face. That yeah. was a couple little that fun was, one. Yeah, I kept thinking awesome myself. Spot. I'm trying to look at it, going like, "Is this chair gonna fall? Like they've secured this thing in there." I was. That I was, was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> ingenuity. Um, there was another spot where they just had the ladder like set up against the cage, and then Sasha hit a huge meteor onto Becky into the ladder. Looked vicious because Becky's neck just like bounced off the steel steps. But I noticed they're not calling it a meteora; they're calling it a double knee. Yeah, but we could, this is our show. I, of course, this is our show. I'm just saying <laughs> it, it is funny that people aren't taking other. You know, I feel like it depends. Like uh, they may not even know if it was Mar or Ronaldo. I bet he would have called it a meteora. The meteora. Yeah. So uh, the yeah, meteora, get... the the knees attacking the the <laughs> the throat. It's difficult we to got... breathe. And she was all about the meteor because we got another one where uh, she sat Becky down in a chair and did the meteor onto that, and then they had a table set up. We got a meteor through a table. Uh, they were tossed. They were doing everything. We got a Bexploder into the cage. Sasha was getting all tossed around this whole match. Um, yeah, we already talked about those crazy spots. Um, and then, so eventually, the Sasha just starts throwing piles of chairs into the rings. Um, or there was one point where they had the chair set upside down so the legs were sticking up, and then Sasha's face got planted into that, and that looked really cool. But yeah, eventually we get the big pile of chairs, Sasha's on the ropes, and then Becky grabs her, hits the Bexploder off the top rope onto the pile of chairs, and then she locks in the disarmor to get the submission win over Sasha. And I thought this was an amazing match. The best women's match of the year for me. I, um, I can't think of a better one right now. Yeah. Off the top of my head. But, uh, and this was way, I don't know if you ever saw the first Women's Hell in a Cell match, but this was way better than that. I uh, I didn't. I did not see it, but it was Sasha Bailey, right? Sasha Charlotte. Sasha Charlotte. Okay. It, was still, yeah, it was okay, but I thought this was great. Very good. I wanted to see Sasha win, but she put on such a good performance that I didn't care. The match was amazing. Yeah, I think I think night. I think this has this has shown us that Becky Lynch is the man in WWE yeah. right now. I don't think yeah. I don't think there is a single if this match showed us nothing I don't think there's a single person bigger than her right now in in the business. Yeah. She is what they wanted Roman Reigns to be. She is Wait. what they wanted Roman How the fuck did that happen? So How it was did... natural. Like they didn't want her and then they the crowd loved her like all right fuck it you can have her. And this is fuck going it. back was cuz this was Survivor Series last year. So it was around this time last year that Becky Lynch was attacking Ronda Rousey. Well, this was when she her got her face break. Exactly. So it so it was about yeah. a year ago. So we've and we've yeah. kind of done. We were she, she got hot right away, and then she was kind. She was top of the company, and yeah. I think these past few months have really shown us that no, she is the company right now. Yeah, and that's but that's why I thought I thought she was gonna lose here and then go to SmackDown. I thought Fox might be like, we want Becky Lynch, we want that on the poster, we want that on the yeah, advertising. You're right, but maybe you know, maybe her holding a title is more valuable than yeah. her. Maybe USA came in and said, no, we want that. Exactly, exactly, right. And Sasha Banks will do just fine. Like she's been putting, she's you know had great matches lately. She oh, yeah. will be fine. Yeah, she put on. She she was the. This was such a good match. They both worked hard. But right after this, I, unique, after this, Be Becky Lynch isn't losing this title anytime soon. No, if it wasn't, no. I thought she could hear it. I, it was didn't hear that. since yeah, she, I think yeah, she could hold WrestleMania now. At, at least, point. at least until WrestleMania, and then why not more? I think, 
at some point, Ronda Rousey's going to come back, and that's your because we never got the singles match between Becky and Ronda, so that's a big match. You could that could even be a mania main event rematch if you wanted. It's, it's, it's in the making. It's in the making. It's always there. It's always there. Yeah, but it's great opener, great match, fantastic opener. Uh, we do have. Um, let's move over to some tag action. We have this tornado tag match. Uh, yeah, so I was shocked to see this as the second match. Like you, you only had three big matches, and you put the first two right to start. So, yeah, you've out of the three matches was, that you announced, two yeah. of them are happening. <laughs> and and since we know Bray and Seth is going last, that leaves like a huge gap in the middle. So I, I thought that was kind of weird, but yeah, tornado tag rules. So this was a fun match. Um, no actual tagging has to take place. It's like the mode you want to play the video game. That's the friend. only video game mode <laughs> to play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so tornado tag, I think that also means no DQs. So it's, yeah, yeah kind of know everything. Steel steps were used. Eric Rowan rips off the barricade again and hits Reigns with it. Uh, they clear off the announce tables and they're ready to powerbomb Brian through. But then Roman comes running in and spears Eric Rowan through a table. Uh, Brian goes for a hurricane run off the top rope onto Harper, but then Harper catches him and gives him a big lifting, jumping powerbomb off the rope for a near fall. But Reigns gets back into the ring to help him. He hits a Superman punch. Brian, Brian hits his running knee and then Roman finishes it off with a spear. So him and Brian get the win. And then after the match was the big angle where Roman the, goes the to shake. The big angle? The big angle. <laughs> the big angle of the match. Yeah, you spoiled it, but I wanted to. So Roman goes for the handshake, but Brian refuses. And then he opens up his arms. The crowd's chanting, yes, but Reigns is reluctant. He's like, come on, man. Then he hugs him to a big pop. They celebrate the win together. How many times has that exact thing happened? Where Daniel <laughs> Bryan's standing in the middle of the ring with his arms <laughs> open for a hug, and he's like, no, man, come on, give me a hug. Yeah. And then we all start going, yes, yes, yes. Definitely happened a handful of times. Uh, so so Daniel Bryan's back to being face man. Yeah, seems like he's full-on baby face. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, Roman I don't know Reigns where. along uh, with him, you know. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to s- stick them together for a while or if this is just like a friendly kinship well and again friday will be the first night of that draft so we will get to see yeah we you know yeah. does fox want roman reigns oh. yeah so that that's the thing that made me think because i've seen a ton of uh advertising for friday night smackdown and the two main people fe- featured were roman reigns and becky lynch which is why i thought becky might be going to smackdown but Shit. Anyways, yeah, we'll we'll have to and see. They, we and of course, Brock Lesnar is their champion, so that's a huge name. Uh, yeah, of course. We'll see. I don't know, but yeah, uh, yeah. Next match, we have uh, Randy Orton versus Ali. The match that was just announced earlier. Um, yeah, the match was good. It was all right. Ali got to put up a decent fight. At one point, Randy Orton goes for the RKO, but Ali just like put his hands down and does a handstand to block it. Kind of unique. Um, but in the end, he goes for his little somersault face buster, but Orton catches a mid jump with the RKO for the win. So the Rand man picking up an easy dub, easy W for the uh, for that Rand man, you know. Yeah. Uh, he had a Mustafa Ali had a bad fucking bruise on his ribs. Did you see that? No, I didn't notice that. No. How could you see his rip? Does it? I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. You, yeah, you, he had like this, like just nasty gash on it. I don't know, but uh, huh. you know, for a match that was made twenty minutes before uh the show w- went to air, yeah. um, it was good. <laughs> yeah, no, I had no complaints about it. it. Uh, 
Uh, let's get to another uh, match we just made up 20 minutes ago. Yes, we have Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross taking on the Kabuki Warriors for the women's tag titles. Uh, uh, I like this. The, the theme song's still terrible. No, I, don't, I didn't like the theme songs, but... <laughs> it's, it's like they don't even fade it in and out, like, you know, to get, like, the chorus of one song and then the verse of another song. They just yeah. arbitrarily, like, count to ten. So bad. Just, so bad. There's so many more ways. There's so many this. better ways. It's like, I want to do my own edit, send it yeah. to Fit Finley. You could do it be, in five minutes, it would be better. It's probably Fit Finley at WWE.com, right? So Proud. I just do my own edit, send it to Fit, be like, hey, man, I don't I don't want credit. Just please just start using this. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then maybe but, then we have a straight pipe to Fit Finley. Yeah, right? that'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, so this match, this was kind of the official heel turn for Asuka and Kyrie Sane. I like the, they were doing small things during the match, like the partner attacking behind the rest back, pulling some hair, shit like that. But then, of course, the big moment comes when uh, Bliss takes Kyrie Sane out of the outside of the ring, leaving Nikki and Asuka all alone. When all of a sudden, Asuka sprays out the green mist. Into the Nikki's green face. mist. The classic, uh, blinding and possibly poisoning her. So then she, she hits a big kick to the face and pins Nikki Cross to win the tag team titles. I love this finish. I haven't seen the Green Mist in years. But yeah, yeah legends like uh, the great Muda, Tajiri, the great Kabuki, who they are inspired the Kabuki Warriors' names. Uh, yeah, the, the Green Mist. I love it. Yeah, it, 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 new it, champs. It was pretty cool. Wonder what it is. But yeah, new champs. Um, yeah. A title a title change for a match that we didn't even know was going to happen. Yeah. No so uh, uh, yeah, a bit surprising, but I'm hoping that Bliss and Cross will still stay together. I'm not ready for them to split up yet. And, uh, you know, I'm glad the Kabuki Warriors are now in a spotlight. It sort of seems like we're, we're putting this belt on anybody and then seeing what they can do with it. And uh, Bliss Cross did something with it, you know? Yeah, they, they were, they've been on TV like every week for the last two months. They, so took, it to, they took it to a place, but now we can have two grimy heels uh, yeah. and then a face team can come in, right? I mean, we haven't seen the Iconics in a long time, and I'm sure uh, Mandy Rose and uh, Sonya Deville would still like to be somewhere. Or maybe a team yeah. that we've never even thought of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm loving the mist. The green mist. Love the mist, baby. <laughs> let's move on to some more. Uh, so let's, some more, let's move on to some more tag action. Yes, we have the OC versus the Viking Raiders and a mystery partner who turns out to just be Braun Strowman. Yeah, that wasn't much so, of a mystery. I could have put those together. Yeah. I could have put that together. Yeah, okay. uh, so I mean, this match, uh, it was okay, but nothing you you couldn't see on a Monday Night Raw. Uh, eventually, the OC just ignored the tag rules, and all three men just beat down on Braun, so the ref calls for the DQ. But after the match, the baby faces, they get some revenge. They beat up the OC. Styles goes for a phenomenal forearm on Strowman, but he gets those hands in his face with a big knockout punch. So... Uh, I, lo I loved AJ selling after this. I thought it was funny. And was a like, <laughs> AJ selling anything. AJ could sell ice to a polar bear. You know? Oh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. So they're they're putting over that big knockout punch because Strowman's going to fight the boxer, Tyson Fury. So they're trying to... And then, uh, yeah, so it was funny. AJ, he's all wobbly. He can't walk. And then Gallows is like, hey, man, you got punched in the face. Like, no, I didn't. What day is it? <laughs> yeah, you can, you can hear him talking. Yeah. Like, no, I'm I'm not even, like, AJ Where got knocked we? out. Where yeah. are we? That was funny. So, it was fun. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. Just putting over Strowman's strong right hand. 
I love that, man. That. Even as a champion, even as one of the top dudes in the company, even as one of the top merch sellers that they have, yeah, AJ's still putting dudes over. He's putting bigger uh, guys over. <laughs> him, him and Daniel Bryan, are, they're like, they're bulletproof. They can play any role, do anything, and the crowd is always going to react. Nothing, yeah, I don't think Daniel Bryan could truly do any wrong. And same yeah. thing with AJ Styles. You yeah. know, it was it was so many years of wanting him that now that we have him, we don't want to we don't want to boo him. Yeah, and Vince himself said he's like, God damn it! I wish I signed you ten years ago. Which I gave After you. He we only knew. We only knew what he was missing out on. But. Yeah, we all knew. We all knew. Yeah. Then we go backstage where the street profits are hanging out doing their usual shtick when uh, Carmella and Truth come stumbling in, and then Tamina. Remember her? Nope. Uh, Amina Snuka comes <laughs> in and he rolls up Carmella from behind to become the new 24-7 champion. I think that's her first title ever. So she grabs the title and runs off. And uh, we'll see what happens later. Way to go, Tamina. Way to make yeah. it back on. Is that how you like you, re you reintroduce somebody? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you, know uh, what? you know what? A I certain just... level of character. Well, you know you're, what? Like, you're... You're, CM Punk's not coming back to win that title, you know? Of course not. You know what I was just reminded of, unfortunately? I was like, why haven't I seen Tamina in so long? Because last time I saw Tamina... Oh, nah, yeah. Which means maybe if we're seeing oh, no. Tamina... <laughs> I know, wrestling yeah. has been wrestling's been so much fun for the last, like, yeah, the women's six division, months. <laughs> like, yeah, Sasha's back, Becky's been ruling it, <laughs> Charlotte Bailey, Alexa, Nikki, everything. Lacey... Everything's been going so well without this. And King Corbin. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, another unannounced match, but it was it was a fine match. Uh, not doesn't quite have the heat of the King of the Ring finals. You know, it's hard to recapture that. But uh, the crowd was chanting STD and Burger King at Corbin. So well, do you remember after, remember you and I were at a SmackDown where John Cena called Baron Corbin the uh, dumpster fire? Yeah, that got over pretty good too. And I do remember the couple <laughs> weeks like after that on SmackDown, everyone's just dumpster yeah. fire. It's like let's bring yeah. that one back. Let's call him dumpster. Yeah, bring S that one back. STD dumpster King. fire. You know. Yeah, Burger King's alright too. Yeah. You know, or the but, crack Burger uh, King or whatever. Yeah, but the crowd they got you know they got they got into Gable by the end of the match. He uh, hits his picture perfect moonsault for a near fall. But uh, eventually, Corbin gets frustrated, and he grabs his scepter to attack Gable with, but Chad ducks him, and he attacks, uh, or he rolls Corbin up for the win. Uh, and then the ring announcer says, your winner, Shorty Gable. And then, yeah, the commentary just played off as a botch, but I really hope that those Shorty G rumors don't come true. And I, I, I broke those Shorty G rumors. <laughs> you heard the broker. I heard that they trademarked that name, Shorty G, Shorty Gable. Either yeah. way, it's bad. I think also so, Chad Gable referred to himself as Gable. Yeah. So and so after so later on they did like a backstage interview and then Charlie was like, "Hey, blah blah blah," and he's like, "Yeah, you can call me Shorty. I don't care because I won." I really hope that they're not trying to transition him to Shorty Shorty Gable. Yeah, I think they are. I think they are. Uh, why can't he be? <laughs> why can't we just keep names the way they are? Yeah. You know, they work, you know. Oh. Remember Andrade Cien Almas? Remember that yeah, guy? I remember. Well, I what, remember yeah, what, speaking of uh, new segments, what happened yeah. to, whatever happened to uh, Andrade Cien Almas? I forgot that you existed. Yeah, I forgot that you, I forgot that you existed. It isn't love, it isn't hate, it's just indifference. But 
we now introduce the foreign announced teams. Uh, and then that's the time when Truth and Carmella come running in, chasing Tamina, who grabs Funaki as a shield. But then Mella comes in and super kicks Tamina and then tells Truth to cover her. So he does, becoming a 20-time 24-7 champion. <laughs> when our truth comes up in, like, the karate kid pose <laughs> on, yeah. on Funaki, uh. <laughs> uh, that was pretty funny. And I also love, um, they did the same thing at SummerSlam, right? Remember uh, Carmella and Truth, like, came running in or, like, at the four yeah. announced team section. I love that yeah. this is just, like, their bag. Now they're like we get we get pay per view time uh, during uh, <laughs> during the announce team section. That's our that's our yeah. area to fuck with them. They don't have to take bumps. They don't have to it's, take it's a, a bump. Yeah, they just have to kind of fall it. over on yeah. each other. <laughs> that's it. All right, let's uh, go to well, that. Well, we're mo- we're moving on though. Another one of these matches that was announced twenty minutes before the show went to air. Uh, Bailey taking on Charlotte Flair. Yes, the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Uh, they gave him some more time here compared to the last one where Bailey just cheated with that exposed turnbuckle. But she was she was trying to cheat again here. She's doing the little things like putting your feet on the ropes during the pin, uh, get the extra leverage. But was not enough. Uh, Charlotte ends up getting the win with the figure eight to become a 10-time women's champion. 10-time ten ten champion. Yeah, uh, she's going to have a 20 before it's all said and done. Oh yeah. Oh, she, easy. She she's gonna be she's gonna well she's gonna hit that seventeen mark, right? She's gonna tie. Yeah, Rick, clearly, she's gonna tie tie Ric Flair at seventeen, as per yeah. that graphic. But uh, it took him like decades. It she's took only him been decades. Four years. So yeah, they're they're really they're really fast tracking that 16, 17 title. And, you know, and Bailey after Bailey after the match did you know did her did a little heel little anger. Tantrum. Tantrum yeah. out there um you know what i've said it once and i said it i i like this match just because i like literally every single match charlotte does i can't i can't <laughs> i don't know i don't know and i was thinking about you this like i am i i mark huge over her talent i don't i do not know <laughs> she's just i don't know she's my sasha banks or she's my Anytime uh, I'm going to be entertained when she's in a match, and it's almost like I don't care how you book it. It's just like fucking put her in a match, and it's, it's probably gonna be pretty. It's probably gonna be pretty good, um, you know. And I think, of course, for Fox, it makes a lot of sense to have. You know, they're going to have a Charlotte Flair type as their uh, as their top. You know, as the top of their women's division moving over to Friday nights. So I think that also is uh, big, right? Bailey could return to the red brand possibly. Yeah, her and Sasha are both kind of up in the air now with where they're going to end up. Both kind of up in the air, so we will see. We will see uh, as of Friday night as the uh, draft goes on. Um, folks, it's main event time, We though. still know nothing about how it's going to work. Like, do I they know. pick? Is it... Absolutely. Like take- I think it's just going to be show up. It's going to be who did what I think Fit Finley is going to play a big role in yeah. the draft in the in in so that Fit Finley is going to press play and then whoever's music plays is yeah. now on SmackDown. <laughs> if he accidentally hits the wrong song, too bad, you're switching. Too bad. You're you're moving. Oops. You're moving over, baby. Main event time, though. Let's get to this. Let's get to this main event because uh, we, Mike, you and I were fortunate enough to see the yes. Fiend for the very first time in action, right against Finn Balor. Uh, yes. This is the second time that the Fiend has made his uh, his presence known. Yes. Um, so this was a very very hyped up match. We were all excited we to were see all the hyped Fiend. Up. It's a it's a Hell in a Cell, the Universal Championship. 
everything red. We got the, the red title, the red cage, and evidently the red lighting. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was a really cool look, but I don't know if 17 minutes of it was the right decision. Okay, I thought it looked... But, I really... I mean, it, it yeah, it didn't, it didn't hurt the match to me. I, I, it was a cool look. It was very unique, but I thought like if it was like a three-minute squash, it might have been better. Um... Yeah, I also yeah. So I really liked it. I did hear that apparently people who are colorblind had a tough time seeing what the hell was going on. Yeah, I um, can imagine that make things. That's yeah, one thing that that's one thing that I just kind of I'm I'm not sure how that kind of those colors are perceived, but I thought that was weird. Yeah, but um, no, I thought this. I thought it started off great. Like the fiend, he had his amazing entrance. Um, like right off the bat, they made him look like an unstoppable monster. Like he was getting up from curb stomps, kicking out at one. He took like five curb stomps and kicked out yeah. at one. Like at first, yeah, like, oh, so I did, at first, like shit. he was like a super. He was like Jason Voorhees, just like a supernatural, just like which he should. He's like this monster. He's not a human. He's not a um, human. He's the fiend. Yeah. So we get everybody. Seth Rollins brings a table in. We get a frog splash through a table. More curb stomps, but the fiend keeps fighting. Keeps getting uh, up. He hits the sister Abigail for a big two count. Uh, and then he does his next snap spot, which I think should be treated as a bigger deal. That should be like a finisher when he just grabs him and <laughs> yeah, he should be, be dead. Cool. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, he brings out a giant mallet at one point and is like a, co like a comically <laughs> large mallet. Yeah. Don't just say a big mallet. It, <laughs> wow. it was com. It was it was like I've comedic. Seen I've seen I've, I've seen, seen bigger mallets. You've seen <laughs> bigger mallets. It was like one of the ones but, that you have at like a fair. You know when you're trying to hit yeah, the thing like and then the, like the, the Joker, Harley Quinn. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. Was, so uh, he get, he nails Rollins in the stomach with that. Uh, and Rollins, he hit like a dozen more curb stomp, and the crowd is just booing the shit out of him at this point. This, uh, th th this is Rollins. I think he's he's getting into a. Now this is where yeah, this is where the Rollins Reigns territory. This where is where the, the match started to get a bit, a bit off. Yeah, the crowd turned on them as soon as that. Yeah, kind like of I don't happened. think they were turning on the match. I think they were turning on Bray. Like oh my god. Yeah. Because like, like the Fiend was still looking strong. He kept kicking out. He kept getting up. So I was pumped. I'm like okay, he's looking like a real fucking monster. Like he's looking stronger than Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns combined, kicking out all these curb stomps. Yeah. So every now every single every single thing that Seth's doing on offense is being responded yeah, with a boo. boo. Yeah. So then, yeah. So then Rollins, he's had enough. He goes and he grabs a chair and then he hits the down Bray Wyatt in the head, or at least they made it look like it. But Bray kicks out at one again. So Seth then goes and grabs a ladder. He puts the chair on top and starts smashing down the thing with the ladder and. The Fiend kicks out again, so then he grabs a toolbox, starts bashing his shit onto him. Everything's piled <laughs> on. Bashing shit. Just bashing him. There's they more were not afraid. shit to bash. Yeah. I thought it looked great. Like, I thought the selling was good. Like, it looked like he was actually. Yeah, and a lot of the metal. The like, you hit metal with metal, and it's going to sound. Yeah. It's going like, to sound great. Cool. Yeah, so, like, fucking no, no afraid of headshots here. He's gone crazy, and then finally Seth, he goes and grabs a sledgehammer. He's ready to bash Wyatt's brains in, but the ref's pleading with him, don't do this! It's like, you can kill the man! That's not, is that who you are? Is that who you want to be, Seth? So, just ref. Uh, but he's he's Seth, pleading Rollins, with him. Pleading. But Rollins ignores him, and he just smashes the hammer down onto the weapon pile, crushing the fiend's head, and the referee calls for the bell to stop the match. So that's where we're all getting pissed off, because that was fucking bullshit finish. It's a hell in a cell. Uh, 
there should be no like I don't think it was a DQ I think it was a ref stop okay okay yeah so of course yeah so that so that happens the cell starts coming up um fans don't really know what the fuck's going on right so this is where yeah, like the real just... booze sort of started of course afterwards Seth makes his way out or something like that the fiend obviously just fucking rises back up because he's okay um yeah. he I think he hits uh sister Abigail on the exposed um, you know, outside concrete, concrete and yeah, then uh, I think he attacks, hits with the mandible claw, and then like a little blood packet or something. Because yeah, Seth starts, started like coughing up blood. And it's like, ah, yeah. Ah. Um. <laughs> and, and but but at this point, we're we're just like balls deep in AEW chants. Oh yeah, the crowd's chanting AEW. And, chanting um, we want refunds. Uh, so yeah. So um. I think the official. Do- so the, the official the official ending is that. So this was a no contest. Yeah, so it, two it, years was, in it a wasn't row. a DQ. Yeah, two years no. in a row. That's one thing. Two years in a row, your main event. Like, that makes me, like, if you bought a ticket to go see Hell in a Cell, your main event's ruined. Two years in a row, no finish, no conclusion. Um, yeah, like, why couldn't they? Everything that happened after the match, why couldn't the, the match just continue? The same finish. Bray gets up, he hits the claw, Seth coughs up blood, and that's how Bray wins. He looks like an animal. And what gets me is that he like so so Bray uses a comically large mallet like 10 minutes ago and that's fine yeah. but then Seth just brings out the Triple H mallet the one one that Triple H was has been using for decades and then suddenly like that's the line it seems really funny to me that in a match where against a monster you know, a, a, a supernatural, a monster. Let's, I'm going to call him that, right? Bray, you know, he the is fiend awesome. is a monster. And the ref is here pl- t- is talking to Seth Rollins about sportsmanship. He's telling, more about, he's telling Seth, like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. This is a fucking monster. Why, why is, why is, why is it, why is he, the ref He knows the there's a man of- behind that mask. There's a real man behind that mask. <laughs> the fiend is just a disturbed character you know it's contact All I'm saying, this is, yeah but but it's exactly it follows that this is a hell in a cell <laughs> match yeah and... i think it was more the you know he's dead now let's stop the match because he's dead yeah but i don't agree with it of course but the small hammer i think the, I think the yeah like bray bray used the hammer but he only hit seth in the belly so it wasn't that. hit him in the belly in the belly but no, See, I think the finish. He should don't ring the bell there. Let everything else play out the way it does. Bray rises from the dead. He hits the claw, and there's your finish. The crowd would have been super happy. Everything would have been nice. Because he looked, he looked invincible getting up from all that. I was fine with him no selling some of that shit because it just made him look like even more of a monster. But then they threw it all away with the finish. Now the only the 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 only thing that I can picture of why you finish that match that way is that. Like, fuck. It's it, it's <laughs> almost like now you're writing something that's probably not going to fucking happen, right? As if Bray Wyatt didn't want to win the Universal Championship. He just wanted Seth Rollins to, you know, go, go, go down the dark hole and yeah. let him in or something. Like, you, you, I think that's part of it for sure. You know, but, but it seems like such a fucking cop-out just because yeah. it's event. a title match. Give it, you yeah, know, it's your main event. You know, I, it, it, you know, we want Bray Wyatt to be champion, but Bray Wyatt has to want Bray Wyatt to be champion, or else this whole thing doesn't work. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You know what? Weird. Weird finish. 
of course, I, I you're gonna have to you're gonna have to revive the fiend somehow. I think if anybody can sell it through a story, I think Bray Wyatt is just that type of dude. Also, I think using the Firefly Funhouse, he could explain to us, you know, if they if they could make it work, they could explain yeah. it to us, you know. And I think Bray Wyatt could do that. Yeah. Um, no. At the end of the day, I think this match did no damage to the Fiend character, but Seth Rollins has been has been taken down now. Yeah, like, and this is and, fans are having enough. They're sick of if this is the shit. You know, Rollins is going to be the new guy. They won't lose, and yeah, hitting all those curb stomps. And this is, and this is, we haven't booed Seth in like a long time. I don't think I've ever booed Seth. I think I, yeah. I, I came like back I, right around him and uh, Triple H at WrestleMania, yeah. um, where I think we were all we were Team Seth because he was coming back from the injury, sticking up to the authority, and then Dean turned on him. So we were on Team Seth. Uh, even yeah. when we were at SummerSlam, we were Team Seth, but then we were cheering for Brock, but then we were cheering for Seth because yeah, yeah, there was a title change. You won us over, yeah. you know? Uh, so but, this is, you know, weird territory for our, you know, someone who's been consistently at the top of the company. Yeah, so yeah, where where they go from here is very uh, intriguing. Mm-hmm. Because because Survivor Series still cares within it, like it's the champ v champ thing, right? It's like we're not maybe depends. It how could they be do it. how they how they actually want to do it. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah, because if they if they did do that, the Fiend versus Brock Lesnar, that'd be another hard match to book. And so when is uh, I guess you so you said Crown Jewel is Halloween, Halloween, and yeah. then Survivor Series is like three weeks after that, mid November and November. Oh, okay, mid November. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, okay. It'll still so we're gonna have Crown Jewel, and then like a week after that, it'll be Full Gear, and then like two weeks after that, you'll get War Games and Survivor Series. Full Gear, baby. Yeah. Full fucking. There's your gear. schedule. There's, There's your schedule. Hell in Cell pay per view. There's your Hell in Cell pay per view, uh, folks. Hope you uh hope you had. Fun as time as we did watching it. You know? Yeah, it was fun. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I'd say the women's sell match that was my that was match probably of the night. match of the night. Yeah, I, I uh, agree. I had fun with the main event, but yeah, just uh, just some questionable decisions with the finish. But yeah, I like the weapons. I like seeing some headshots. That was kind of crazy. They were going for, but mm-hmm. yeah. At the end of the day, we just wanted Bray's champ, and we didn't get it. Yeah, well, we'll get it. Don't worry. We'll get it eventually. They, he's too hot. You can't ruin he's the character. He's too like hot. That. He's too hot. You got to give it to him. Like we got in six months. This is the only thing they've ever done. That's. That I think I saw um it. the uh, Firefly Funhouse began in April. April, yeah. Believe so it or not, yeah. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, is, I did. I did yeah. see the fiend on uh the poster for Crown Jewel. Okay. Um, so whether or not that means he'll be there, it is like the poster that was. I mean, at least just on the Wikipedia page. I'm not sure if it's WWE official, but uh. Yeah, the poster for Hell in a Cell was great. Too bad that they. Yeah, that was also a nice. That was also a cool poster. Anyways, that was yeah. pay per view, folks. We're, this isn't poster talk. Um, <laughs> uh, we're finished with that. I think we, we should just do one more thing. Uh, something to do every week or every show because you know every show, every no. single show consistency. It is we have our title match. Pardon? Ooh. The title match. It's the Wrestler of the Week title match. Oh, that's pretty fun. Uh, Mike just said it. It's the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week.
uh, Mike, uh, so what? So out of, I guess, I guess this week's source material, we have the NXT to Hell in a Cell. Uh, yeah. Mike, who, uh, who, who, who's your, who's your wrestler of the week? My wrestler is, uh, the employer, the boss, Sasha Banks, <laughs> wrestler of the week. Great performance in that Hell in a Cell. Took a lot of good bumps, gave a lot of big meteors herself and ladders, chairs, tables. I love the great match. Sasha Banks. Great match. Uh, great match. Sasha. Um, Mike, I'm taking, I'm taking, uh, my match of the week, I'm taking their side, the man, Becky Lynch. Woo! Uh, she impressed me more than she's ever impressed me, and, uh, I'm so behind her right now. Yeah, Keeping the man, alive. the man's not slowing down anytime man's soon. not slowing down anytime soon, and I think I'm just realizing that. I'm like, okay, we better, we're gonna accept this, because Becky Lynch... And it's good, though. Like, she's not... <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. not stale. It's not like the John Cena thing where, like, oh, okay, no. But, yeah. So there you go. The two best women of the night, of the match, of the week, Sasha and Becky. Sasha and Becky. Um, and there you have it, folks. That was our uh, kind of like midweek show. I guess we're going to be coming out with another one to you guys because uh, we still have yeah. Raw and AEW um, to cover coming up. So uh, we're, we're, we got we to we we figure out the new show format and then keep rolling with yeah. it. Yeah. I'm guessing, uh, yeah, either a Thursday or Friday yeah. would probably be. That'll ha- that'll have to be it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That'll have to be it. You know what? You and I... We don't have the days figured out, but we're going to try and hit you with two shows a week from now on. From now on. Hopefully uh, hopefully it'll be able to work, and uh, and y'all can keep listening. Yes. Okay. We've got a draft coming up next week, so it's let's got a see. Draft. Your- we should do our own draft. <laughs> draft? Like, I'm Maybe, SmackDown, yeah. and you're Raw. Okay. Maybe this, uh, yeah, this next episode. Yeah, a mock draft. How would the fuck would we ever, like, potentially (laughs) kind of guess that? We can just, well, we can can limit it. Is there, like, is there like Yahoo Fantasy uh, WWE? Like, can we can we do, I'm sure we do could this right? Find a format. I'm that sure we could, we could find some kind of fantasy draft format of. Yeah, we'll look into that over the. We'll next, look into uh, that too, folks. Uh, at the very least, but we could do our top five picks or something. Just something like that. I think, we, I think we could figure it out. I think we could figure we'll, it out. We'll have some fun. We'll have a little mini draft, a shoot draft. Oh, just a little shoot draft for you. It'll yeah. be great, folks. Remember, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe to the show. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, all the things. Um, we got more wrestling to watch, though, so I think it's about time that we wrap this up. Yeah, uh, wrap it up. Put a bow on it. Put a bow on it, folks. Okay, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. A bow, Dallas. <laughs>